0: why not yeah god bless you why not yeah Hallelujah! Somebody put your hands together for Jesus. Now, I, we are in a new year and I'm going to begin a series from today. And um, the series is, is, is titled Change Your Mind. Somebody say, change your mind. Come on, tell another, change your mind. Or tell a third person, change your mind. Now, it's, it's interesting that There is always a sense of excitement, a sense of of hopefulness, a sense of expectation whenever we walk into a new year. Somehow, people walk into the new year with lots and lots of excitement at the prospects within the new year. I'm yet to see anybody who enters a new year and thinks that they are going to fail. Somehow, everybody expects that they will do well in the new year. But one thing that you need to understand is that you can change your address. You can change your your beloved, your fiance. You can change your clothes. You can change your bank account. But the only thing that has the capacity to bring transformation to your life is the changing of your mind. Otherwise, every other thing that you have changed will matter very little. Am I talking to somebody? Now tell somebody, change your mind. Whatever is in your mind would eventually have expression physically. It will have physical expression. Whatever is in your mind, ultimately, it will have physical expression. Either through what you say or what you do or the decisions that you make. Whatever you think you have hidden in your mind, hidden in your thoughts that nobody can see, you need to understand that in the fullness of time, the things that are in your mind will begin to be seen by people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before a thief goes to steal, he conceives the whole process of stealing in his mind. Amen. Before you fail an exam physically, you have failed it in your mind. There are people who fail math exams the first day the school is open. Not when they actually... The first day school is open, when the math teacher enters the room and writes... um, Dy dx. As soon as he writes dy dx, the person knows I have failed. Because they have already failed in their mind. And that is why the Lord has laid on my heart that in the in the first two, three services of the year, we deal with the subject of changing the mind. No amount of money can make you rich if you are poor in your mind that is how come it is statistically and 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 proven by research that a lot of the people who become rich by winning lottery die poor are you with me a lot it is it is a fact that cannot be contested that majority of the people who become rich overnight by winning lottery, they end up dying poor because they never work in the realm of wealth or prosperity in their minds. And so when the money came physically, in their minds they were still poor. And therefore, what is hidden in the mind received physical expression in life. The question this morning is what is in your mind? If, if you have not renewed your mind, and you have not changed your mind from some of the things and entanglement of 2020, 2021 will not end any differently for you because your mind is still hidden in the past and holding on to things in the past. Look at somebody say change your mind. Now, what I you to understand by way of introduction is that God is interested in that which is in your mind. Okay, Psalm 19 verse 14 first scripture. Psalm 19, verse 14. Psalm 19, verse 14. A man is unable, we are not equipped with the ability to look at a, a human being's face and determine the content of their mind. Who here can do that? You can look at somebody's face and know what is in their mind. And that is why there is an adage that says a human being's head is not watermelon. And which one is that one? And yep. and To which a man's head is not a, a, a purpor food that you cut to see the, the, the contents therein. It is not possible for a man to look at another man's face and determine the content of their mind. That is one of the differences between man and God. God has the ability to know the thoughts and intents of men. And not only does he know, he's interested in, in what is in your mind. The Bible says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. The heart here is connected to the mind. The heart as used by scripture in this point It's not the organ that pumps blood. Whenever you see heart that is used this way in scripture, it is talking about the heart and the mind which are seated in the soul of man. And that is why it talks about the meditation of the heart. So, meditation of the heart or of the mind. And it says, let my meditations be acceptable unto you. It means God is looking into the meditations of the heart and the minds of men and he decides whether or not they are acceptable to him. Are you with me so far? And so, know that whatever is in your mind, even though men cannot see it, God is interested in it. Hallelujah. Okay, second scripture, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 and 13. Now, what I'm going to do this morning is to deal primarily with the components of the mind. As the weeks go on, and if time permits, I will touch on how to take responsibility for your mind. How to change your mind. How to develop a new mindset. Can I, can I go there? Because sometimes it is important to develop a new mindset. There are people who are brought up in a certain environment, and so that environment has created a mindset in their heads. Because what is in your mind is a collection of your knowledge, of your experiences, of the events that you have been through in life, and they program your mind in a certain way. Hallelujah. But when you are removed from one place and planted in another place, another set of environment can alter your mind and change your mindset. There are people in this country, when they are in a car, and the car is on the road, they can drink pure water and throw it outside. Have you seen those people? Sometimes you you see I'll be shaking in my car when there's somebody in the car ahead of me who does that. I feel like getting down to go and speak some sense into them. But that same person, pick him from Ghana, take him to Malaysia or another country, and say, live here. They will suddenly know that we don't throw rubbish away. What has changed? The environment has a way of reprogramming the minds of men. When a person is in this country, for example, goes to work, work is supposed to be start at eight and close at five. The person can go to work at nine and use traffic as an excuse and close at five and and close at four, one hour before time and find an excuse. Plant that same person in another country and they'll be doing two, three jobs and they are never late and they are always on time. The mindset is influenced by the experiences and the environment that people find themselves. So, Hebrews, can we read it together? Ready, go. It's quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. What does it do? Piercing even into the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow. And what does it do? It is the discerner, of their thoughts and the intents of the heart. Next verse. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in God's sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Everything is clear. So the thoughts, even the word is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of men. Whatever your intention is, is the word of the Lord. God himself knows what your intentions are. That is why God is not moved merely by actions, but by the intentions behind those actions. Are you with me now? People don't mind going to give um, to charity. But for a lot of them, God will not bless them. You know why? Because God knows that, that their intention is not that they love the, the needy too much. Their intention is that it is, it is a business scheme they are running that every now and then they have to give to a few people so they can attract more to live a good life. So they are leveraging on this so they themselves can live good. And in the eyes of God, all things are naked and he's able to see the intent of men. My question for you this morning is, what is in your mind? What is in your mind? There are people who can smile with you, but in their minds, wicked thoughts. What is in your mind? You can conceal it from men, but you can't conceal it from God. Listen, if you are to do well in 2021, you've got to change something in your mind. Something must, must give in your mind. Something, you must release something from your mind. Now hear me. Your thoughts are like, how many of you have seen a TV before? How many of you have seen a TV before? Television. TV. If you haven't seen a TV before, let me see your hand up. All of us have seen a tv before our thoughts are like televisions you cannot influence what a particular station is showing at any time now if you put it t- today is sunday if you have dstv and you put it on maybe two two three it is likely that you'll be watching football premiership match or something like that you don't have any control over it however You decide what channel to allow to play in your house are you with me your thoughts are like that you have control to decide what thoughts to display in your life as you are sitting now, there are many thoughts running through your mind Mm. there are many of them running through your mind right now to do or not to do to go or not to go to do or not to do To steal on, there are many thoughts. But you have the remotes to decide which of these thoughts I give expression to in my life. Because the ones you don't give expressions to, they die off unborn. So the problem is not having the bad thoughts per se, the problem is that when you execute them, then there's a problem with you. Components of your mind. Number one, the first component of your mind or your mindset is the intellect part of your mind. The intellect part of your mind. This is the part that's used for reasoning, used for learning, for unlearning, for relearning. Amen. The intellect part. There are many things you were taught as a child, we have learned to associate that knowledge with something else, and to practicalize that knowledge in life. Are you with me now? There are many things we are taught in a classroom setting. Let's say, this math example again, many people are here all the time screaming, uh, all the things they taught us, we are not using them for anything. What what am I using pi r squared for? Have you asked yourself that question before? This Venn diagram business, what am I using it for? D-Y-D-X, integration, tan, S, cosine, all these things. But you see, your, your mind, the intellect portion of your mind has assimilated so much information that in every day of your life, you recall some of this information to live your life without even realizing it. Hallelujah. Who, how do you know that when I see a car coming, I don't stand in front of the car? A certain information has been taught to you and fed into your system that has taught you and programmed you that if you stand in front of a car, you'll be knocked down, you'll die. And so your mind teaches you not to stand when a car is coming. The intellect portion. That is where many of us have stopped using and applying. Can I go there? Especially Christian folk and church folk. We have put the intellect part of our mind aside. It's like we have stopped thinking. It's like once you give your life to Christ, don't think anymore. That is how come a lot of charlatans have arisen and they are taking advantage of people. But the truth is this. You look at the caliber of people they are deceiving. You realize a lot of them have dropped the intellect faculty of their mind. I feel like I'm teaching something this week. In this year, if you need to change your mind, one aspect you need to watch and deal with is the intellect part. What new information are you assimilating into your body, into your system? Many people have been taught to fear wealth, to fear riches. They have taught you, programmed your mind, be afraid to, to do well, be afraid to, to become a millionaire, because if you, if, you become, if you become too rich, you, you, you will not worship God again. Listen. Listen. Wealth is not a standard of God's approval. Neither is poverty. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to somebody now. Poverty. And wealth the choice is yours what have you been taught in your mind what have you learned in your mind the intellect part of of the human being amen you see one day Jesus will enter the temple and then will open the scriptures and you begin to read from the portions of scriptures he, he was a working, he was the word he knew the word and he was still expressing the word because he knew he was communicating to a people who had learned the word and so he needed to speak to them in a way they would be able to understand even Jesus was still working in, and, and ensure that the intellect part of his ministry was on point so he'll be speaking and says it is like um, he, he'll give you an example say, it's like a fisherman or it is like a man who lost coins. Or it's like a king. That was, he will always give you examples to drive home the message and the sermon that he's preaching. Because he was communicating at an intellectual level. Many people, many young people. You, you, you finished school in 1945. Since then, you haven't opened a book before. Number two. Component of your mind. is imagination. Somebody say imagination. Oh, come on, shout it imagination. Your, your imagination. So the, the first one, the intellect, is your mind's library. That's where you store all your information in your mind. Number two, it's your imagination. It's seated in your mind. That is where, um, that is your mind's eye. Your imagination gives you the capacity To picture things long before they become reality. Are are you with me? To see things in a dimension that they are not yet expressed physically. Many people misuse the power of their imagination as well. We are always imagining evil things about people. I feel like I'm preaching to somebody. We are always imagining the worst about people. We are always imagining what could go wrong about our business. We are always imagining our friends lying to us and stabbing us in the back. And so our statuses are always filled with casting of aspersions. They are working with you, but they are not for you. (laughs) Nobody has asked you any question. But your imagination is that everybody is against you. However, there is a dimension you work with God where you can imagine things so that they become positive things in your life. Because the mind is powerful. You know what? The, tell someone the mind is powerful. The Bible says, As a man thinketh, so is he. As a man thinketh, what is in your mind? What are you imagining? Every time I, I sit and I'm imagining, I imagine myself ministering to 10,000s of people all over the world. It's my imagination. I imagine myself in Iraq, Iran, you know, having a prophetic service, mentioning strange Muslim names and speaking about things in the realm of the spirit. What are you talking about? The power of imagination. What are you imagining? What are you imagining? What is Captured in your imagination. What is captured? Imagination helps you to create possibilities and birth new ideas. You have been running your business the same way for the past five years. And every year you are complaining that they are not buying things. How have you imagined things to be different for your business? These days, people are doing delivery. Oh? Yeah, they are doing delivery. To ping, ping, they bring their things. And so people don't want to walk to the market anymore. How are you imagining the future so that you also are able to tap into the potential they're in? The only thing a lot of us know to do is to imagine witches all the time. I am not saying they don't exist. I'm saying starve them of attention and they'll depart from you. I said, starve them of attention. Hallelujah. The power of imagination. The second component of your mind is imagination. Number three, memory. Somebody say memory. Memory. So your intellect is your mind's, talk to me now, library. Your imagination is your mind's eye. Your memory is your mind's flash drive. Your, your memory, the ability to store information, recall memories, recall events, recall experiences. Do you know that there are some songs, when they start playing now, you feel a certain way. Because something happened some time ago in the past, and that song was being played at that time when the thing happened. So every time the song is played now, your mood quickly shifts to the experience of the past. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Maybe when you lost a loved one, they were playing a certain song. Every time you hear that song, you remember. You remember. That the mind, the component of the mind, the memory. See, it's important to release certain things that are in your memory. To delete certain things from your flash drive. Can, can I go there? Many of us quickly run to that place. Uh, it is one of the enemy's strategy to cause you to become stagnant whether you have done well in life or you are not doing well there is always a place in the past that gives comfort and so people will quickly run to that place in their minds and become comfortable there the good old days when we were we But whilst you are busily doing good old days, the world is not waiting for you. Things are moving on. The world is kicking on. Memory. Many of us have become prisoners of memories as well. A terrible experience that happened five years ago is still in our minds. that It has held us spellbound and it has held us in check and preventing us from moving forward. One experience. The power of memory is that it, it has the ability to be transferred and the experiences associated with the memory transferred from generation to generation. So the mother had an experience, and that memory that was created out of the experience is passed on to every daughter and the generations yet unborn. So somebody stepped on their foot, and because of that, everybody that looks like that person is an enemy. That's memory transfer. Just, just like you can transfer the contents of a flash drive from one laptop to the other, they keep transferring. Memory. Ask ask your neighbor, what is in your memory? That's in your memory. Number four, emotion. Emotion. Your mind's voice. It is your mind's voice. Your, the emotion is your mind's voice. The emotion component of your mind has the capacity to experience inner passions in association with particular events. It has the ability to feel. Uh, Emotions tell us what and how we are thinking. How we are thinking. It is the voice of the mind. When you are angry and the anger receives expression and everybody can see you are angry, it it is born out of how you are thinking, first of all. Uh, Are you with me? because the same thing that got you angry, another person can experience the same thing and laugh about it. So the problem is not the data that you are fed with. The problem is how you processed it in your mind and how you responded to it. Are you with me? I'll give you an example. So my grandmother on my my maternal grandmother and my paternal grandfather, they had a similar experience in the Rollins era, where both of them said me I wasn't there. They were maltreated one way or the other, both of them. So my maternal grandmother and my paternal grandfather. So my grandfather died he loved Rollins with all his heart. Hey. Even in spite of the experience, for whatever reason, only God can explain. But they had the same experience. He says, I I just love him. I don't care. I I don't care. My maternal grandmother, to this day, doesn't even want to see him on television. When, when they play anything, they, you call me, change the channel. The experience is the same. The interpretations and thinking patterns for the both of them was not the same. And the expression or emotional connections are also not the same. That is why you must not be too quick to blame other people for how you feel. Can I go there? There are patterns of emotions that you can do little about. But for majority of them, you have control over how you decide to feel about a matter. I feel like somebody doesn't like what I'm talking about. Yeah. Emotions, the mind's voice. So as for me, I don't tolerate nonsense. I'll give it to you as it is. Hey. As for me. Mm-mm. express it, your emotions. Listen, any person that doesn't have control over the emotions can't go very far in life. Because if your emotions control what you do and what you say, you will always be exposed. And the enemy will always trigger you to commit yourself. Are you with me now? The mind, the emotions, the emotional component of the mind. Look at someone say, control your emotions. Say, take charge of your emotions. You see, a husband and a wife. The wife says something. Before the wife's sentence lands, the husband's two slaps have come. He said, that's how she is. People are doing worse things. The husband just walk away. So, you're slapping her, you can't blame it on her. It is your reaction to the data that was being fed your mind. The ladies too, the, the man who say one thing, before he lands, the woman has already written an essay, thesis, PhD level thesis of insults. You cannot blame him because another person experienced the same thing and responded in silence. Or in a better way. Are you with me now? The mind's voice. Whatever you are your emotions are it is an indication of how and what your mind is thinking about if you are jealous of people doing well it's an indication of what is in your mind uh, i feel like going there now you see somebody doing well somebody um, husband and wife they are doing well in life um, they, are, they are they are they are being blessed and suddenly you are angry you are jealous why is it them why why always them it shall end in yes. just say oh yeah it's just an indication of what and how your mind is thinking i tell people all the time one of the reasons why a lot of people won't do well in life is that we think everybody who has done well is a thief Can I go there? We think that everybody that has done well. A mate of mine who watched our prophetic enforcement service was talking to me. And he said, Hey, if I didn't know you personally, I would say maybe you have spoken to the people before the service. I said, Really? He said, Yes. I said, Ah, because the way the thing was happening, I was in my house and I was shaking. It's okay, 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 there's nobody here. It's just you and I. Tell me the secret. Where have you passed? Have you gone to this or have you gone to that? Then I laughed. And I said, do you know you have a fundamental problem with your thinking pattern? He said, ah, I said, no. If in your mind, you can accept that If I go to X person or Y person, I will be able to move in this dimension. Why is your mind battling to accept that God, who is above all, can cause a man to walk in a higher dimension? Are you with me? If you can, like, if I had told him, oh, I went to see this tree. And I'm able to, in their mind, you say, okay, I now understand. So his mind would have accepted if their power came from a tree. But if I say, okay, if your mind can accept that, why is your mind battling to accept that God, that's you, claim, is superior to all, can do this even in more dimensions? Come and see his face. You know when you have been insulted in a technical way? Yeah. So how you think or the emotions you convey is an indication into what you're thinking and how you're thinking Hallelujah. There are many of you, you are looking for a certain miracle. Eh? But the way you are, you, your mind is, even if God decides to cause the miracle to come, you will doubt it. Because in your mind, you yourself have set a, a standard and rules that God must follow if He's answering your prayer. So if God is not following your pattern, it cannot be this one, this one. Are you with me? We have set our own rules and our own expectation. So God, if it is you, you must, you must fit into this box. Imagine you are Saul, And God is delivering the entire nation. And he's using somebody who has not even used a sword before. You begin to doubt. What do you think? Because David, the, the, when we go to war, we go with swords and shields and whatnot. You can't come and pick stones and say that you are coming to defend us. What? They will not conceive it. And and that is why when David was good, do you know what Saul told him? May God be with you. That's what Saul told David. (laughs) What's in your mind? Somebody shout what is in your mind. Finally, the fifth component of the mind is reason or will. Reason and will. Reason or will. The will or reason is the mind's ability to receive the information and make judgment on it. Consider the information. Whatever any man tells you, you should have the ability to reason in your mind. Hallelujah. It is not everything anybody tells you that you follow. Hmm. I just saw your child. I remember those days. Somebody went to my father and said, so I just saw your son. He's working with weed smokers. I saw him myself. He's working my own eyes, my, my very own eyes. He's working with weed smokers in the area. Then my father came to ask me so-so-and-so says he has seen you working with weed smokers. Is it true or not? I said, it's not true. Case closed. It wasn't true, too. I was even surprised. But the person was so confident, I saw with my eyes. If it were some of you, you would kill your child. you say he's a liar on top. Because somebody says, you must have the ability to reason for yourself. And, and, and that, you see, that is why God will not make some decisions for you. You need to make it yourself. And that's why it says, I have I have, I have put life and death before you. Choose life. I encourage you, choose life. But I won't choose life for you. He says, whoever accepts Jesus, because it's your choice and your decision to do the acceptance, he won't come and force you to accept. That is why he told um, Adam that there is a tree, there are two trees in the midst of the garden. One, But the other one, make sure you don't even as much as touch it. I've told you, choice is yours. He touches it and he is sacked from the garden. The choice is yours. The will. You have the ability. God wants you to reason and choose and and make your own determinations. That is why, young ladies, are you with me now? If anybody comes to tell you the Lord spoke to me, And the Lord said, you are my wife. You are the one I've come to marry. It is not true. I feel like I'm talking to somebody. It is called charismatic witchcraft. You know those those people on fire? They are so so spiritual. They see you, especially those of you can sing. He said, whilst you were singing, the Lord was speaking to me. The Lord said... The, the man that you are with, you should leave the man. should leave the man. That is why you have been having issues. The truth is, there are many relationships with issues. But God says, I am the one you should be marrying. So that, you see, as you are seeing me now, God is taking me international. So that you can partner with me in this ministry. As you are singing and prophesying. God will be watching from heaven and say, (laughs) Hey! Me! I I said, Gabriel, come and see. He's mentioning my name. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm telling you. Recently, somebody called me like that. They went for a wedding, and she was the um, bridesmaid. And the, the pastor who officiated the wedding, after the service, told her that God said, You must marry my right hand man. Not me. Me, I'm, he's already married, so the right hand man. So now she's she's confused. It means you didn't even want the one you are in already. So this one has triggered you. Reason and will. He's given us that opportunity. Are you with me now? Yeah. That is why, when it's time for election, whatever you want, go and vote. Don't vote because somebody says God says somebody will win. God, God knows that we have democracy. He knows that your brain works. He knows you can think for yourself, and your thumb can go and go and vote. It's, it's a message. To you. Reason, reason—the reason component of the mind. Don't throw it away. Reason. Recently, somebody met one of my sons. He said he's a prophet. He said he's a prophet. And um, so he was doing things like and then he asked him, he asked him that, uh, who is your spiritual father. Then he mentioned my name. And then the guy couldn't prophesy again. God stopped talking. All this, what is all this? Reason. Tell somebody, reason. reason, yeah, reason, reason the will. Make you see, consider, think through, and reason. So, the Bible says, Go to the aunt, use that, and learn from her ways. God won't come and put the aunt's ability, in you. you've got to reason and decide. 2021, what decisions are you taking? What 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 is your will driving you to do? For me, I go down twenty twenty one. I don't know about you. I don't know what the macroeconomic indicators say, but one thing I know that as long as God is with. And his promises are yea and amen. If I am committed to him and I walk in his path. As long as I am walking with him, I am doing well. I came to tell seven people this morning. That as long as the Lord is with you. 2021, you will do well in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody shout yes. That's why Don't allow anybody to make you think that without them, you can't do well. Reason. Some pastor says without him, you can't do well question, you need to ask him, did you die for my sins? There are some pastors, when people leave their church, curses be what? It won't do shilling. You know why? Anything any man declares, outside God's God's will, his ability won't enforce. Yeah. You hear what I said? Anything a man declares outside God's will, God's ability will enforce it. We will continue on next week. We will deal with the other aspects of the mind. Lift up your right hand. You want to pray? Be, please put your hand down. Let, let's look at one last scripture and then we pray. Proverbs 4:23. If you have NLT, project it, Proverbs 4:23. Proverbs 4:23. Proverbs four twenty three, NLT. If you have NLT, project it. All right. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. I told you that the heart and mind are seated in the soul of man. You have NLT. Please read it. Please read it. Proverbs twenty. Proverbs four twenty. Three, yes, sir. Guard your heart above all else, okay. For it determines the course of your life, it determines the course of your life. Guard what your heart, in essence, your mind, above all else, because it determines the course of your life. Guard your mind, it determines the course. If you see a man failing. lift up your right hand you want to pray father help me 2021 help me to guard my mind help me oh god so the course of my life will end in fruitfulness please lift up your voice you just want to begin to pray Le konane sanda yale bo shandabra e bo zadini mikadose radabaza Dalamahados la mahadose rebo shade librande ina makadose le zanda nda Lenda dadabasha, le dabasha le dose le dabasha ridana mahaya dekorere de bo sita ina manda bo shada dabara baba le zade. Father, we give you praise and we give you all the glory. I bless your name, God, for the opportunity to be used for the dispensing of your word. I pray for everyone here gathered that your word will come to equip us for 2021 that our minds will be guarded and will be in the right place in the name of Jesus Christ, that we'll be able to reason properly and take the right steps and necessary actions that will ensure that we excel far above our expectations for this year. We believe with you in our corner, we will come out victorious. We give you praise and glory in the mighty name of Jesus, we call it done. Amen. Please put your hands together for Jesus. Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.